Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Do you like sports? Because we like sports. Let's talk about sports. It's Sports Shack. Sports Shack. It's Sports Shack. And away we go on a Friday morning for episode 225 of the Sports Yak podcast. You mean the Ken Reggett episode? Ken Reggett? Yes. You say that like there's a question mark. Come on. You remember the great goalie for the Pittsburgh Penguins in the 1990s? Helped them to a Stanley Cup in 92. Had 25 wins for the Pens in 95. Also spent some time in his career with Toronto, Philadelphia, Calgary, and Detroit. Not to mention the Manitoba Moose in the International Hockey League. He won 225 games in his career. How can you forget Ken Raggett? Would it surprise you that I've never heard that name? No. Family Broadcasting Corporation. Well, the crowd's going wild. In association with the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Presents Sports Yak. One host knows sports. And who's right there? The other doesn't know sports, but somehow they meet in the middle. It's all the way! It is! Here's your host, Corey Mann. Get your big butt out of here! And Indiana Sports Broadcast Hall of Famer. This one will be relived. Chuck Freebie. Forever. Notre Dame football announces their schedule. What surprised you most about what you saw yesterday? Well, I think the non-conference game and the fact that Navy is not on there. Although, if you stop and think about it, given the conditions we're playing in this year in 2020, it's a lot easier to say, hey, Western Michigan... Drive down on the day of the game. Don't stay in a hotel. Get off the bus. Walk into the stadium. Play the game. Leave. Go back. That's a lot easier to say than have Navy come in. Obviously, they're going to have to stay in a hotel. You've got to worry about that. And I realize you have to worry about that with the other visiting teams, too. But you're trying to limit risk as much as possible. And you've got a team that's 60 minutes away. Exactly. So that makes sense. I was pleased that they kept the Clemson game where they did. I was a little surprised, but I was pleased. So Clemson will come to Notre Dame Stadium on November 7th for what a lot of people think may be one of the games of the year in college football. Obviously, the last two time, the last time these two teams played was in the college football playoff a couple of years ago. Clemson won by 27, but Ian Book now in his third year as a starter And it's very possible that both teams will be undefeated going into that game. Now, there are stumbling blocks along the way for the Irish, but what a huge buildup that would be for November 7th. There are people, and you can understand the thinking on that, why wouldn't you move that game sooner? If you're worried about the coronavirus halting the season at some point, why wouldn't you want some of the better games earlier in the year? But they have set up the schedule this way. So the Irish will open at home with their first two games, Duke on the 12th, Western Michigan on the 19th. For some reason, Wake Forest is having this game in Charlotte on September 26th. Apparently, they feel like they can put more fans in the stands there. Um, 
I'm a little bit concerned about that only from the standpoint of I think protocols are going to be a little more different when you move to off-campus sites. Speaking of fans in the stands, you were telling me this morning Packers banned fans for the first two games. Have we heard if we, the fan base, are allowed in the stadium yet? For Notre Dame games, no, we have not heard yet. So that little detail, which isn't little, still has to be worked out. Uh, The Irish will also have home games on October 10th against Florida State, October 17th against Louisville, Clemson November 7th, and, oh, December 5th against Syracuse. That could be real pleasant at the stadium. You want to borrow my North Face? Well, here's the thing. I don't even know if I'm going to be admitted to the stadium this year. That's a little detail that still has to be worked out as well. If that happens, first time you've missed a season in how long? Well, I won't miss the season. I'll be... Physically. Physically? Oh, gosh. I think physically I've been at Notre Dame Stadium every year since 1980. Now... 80 and 81, I was there as a fan sitting in the stands, and not for every game. Um, And then 82 on through 86. I take that back. In 87, I I couldn't go to any games because I was working for ESPN at the time. Traveling. I was traveling. Mm -hmm. Been a while. Yeah. (laughs) So the the schedule is set. Uh, The Irish are supposed to wrap up at home December 5th. They play the conference championship game December 12th. I wouldn't etch any of that in stone right now. Boy, what a mess we have as we record this at 9.15 in the morning on this Friday over in Elkhart County. Apparently last night, uh, or yesterday, Elkhart County superintendents met with the director of the Elkhart County Health Department, And they agreed that there would be virtual learning only in the schools until September 28th. September 28th being the last Monday of the month of September. There are some school systems, Concord, Jimtown, Northwood, and Northridge, that have suspended all extracurricular activities, and this would include athletics, for the time being. Now, apparently, there's supposed to be another meeting with superintendents and maybe even athletic directors today with the county health department. And we'll see if there's... I don't expect the education part of this to change. Although, I, I do tend to personally side with the people who believe that we should tr- do our best to get kids back in school. But take that out of the equation because this is a sports talk show. Uh, from the sports standpoint, I have not heard of any uh, positive tests on any of the athletic teams in Elkhart County right now. And I'm just kind of wondering where this decision process came from. I was emceeing an event last night when the story broke. I've had contact with a couple of coaches over there in the Elkhart system. That is not one of the systems suspending practices. I haven't really had the chance to work the phones and and talk to people at places where they are. 
So I'm not going to sit here and pontificate on to why this decision was made. I'm just saying it would not surprise me, given the tenor of what I'm hearing over in Elkhart County right now. It would not surprise me if there was some alteration or maybe even complete reversal on this decision. So you've got Jimtown, Concord, Northridge, and Northwood. Northwood, who wouldn't be playing an actual game until... Well, that depends on when the suspension of activities is lifted. Because you have to have 10 practices to play. That's right. You mentioned that on Wednesday. So, here's the thing. If they only lose today, no big deal. Regular season starts August 21st as anticipated. If this stretches out over a period of a week, a couple of weeks, then you start losing games. And that's, quite frankly, where the, where the rubber meets the road. And that's for football. You know, we we talk primarily with a focus on football because that draws the greatest crowds. But obviously, volleyball, soccer, cross-country, even girls' golf is impacted by this decision. My goodness, we, we've had tournaments in girls' golf for the last week. Uh, and some teams are off to a great start. And you talk about a sport where social distancing is very easy to do. I don't think there's really any risk to be had for any of the people out on a girls' golf course. But that decision impacts them as well. Let's say Northwood, uh, they, they stick with what they've announced. Northwood's first game is against, off the top of your head, Jimtown. Oh, okay. So do they do... I'll give you I'll give, give me, you an example give, give of, me of a, a team that is going to play. I'll give you two. Okay. I'll give you two examples right now. Uh, Northridge is supposed to play Adams. Okay. Let's say Northridge does not reinstate. Well, Adams does sit in a pretty good situation because Washington just lost a game this week when the Hammond schools banged their season. So Adams could play Washington. There could be a move of schedule. Right. Okay. I have heard that Elkhart, they're supposed to play Concord. Elkhart has not suspended activities. Concord has. There's a school downstate that lost an opening game by the name of Carmel. And I think Carmel would be interested in playing Elkhart in a battle of these 6A teams right off the bat. So we'll see. We'll see how all of this unfolds. Elkhart Lions now seventh biggest in the state? Yes. Carmel first. First. Ooh, that'd be fascinating. Wouldn't it? Yes. Mm. But again, may not even happen. May not even by, happen. By the time you listen to this show, could be something it could have changed. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, just putting that out there, these are... The wheels are always turning, and it's tremendously frustrating. I'll tell you who I'm most frustrated for is these kids, especially seniors, who have invested their years in the program. They look forward to playing their senior year. They look forward to playing with their teammates, and they could be robbed of this opportunity. And no matter where you stand on the virus, whether you think that All the proper precautions have been taken. Too many precautions have been taken. Not enough. 
it doesn't take away from the fact that and and honestly I don't care if you're talking about the marching band I don't care which team you're talking about these kids put in a lot of time and effort and to have it just taken away from them is heartbreaking it really is you did put your eyes on some local talent last night in Lakeville yesterday morning yes in Lakeville we went down to LaVille to see the Lancers. Will Strasser has done a nice job down there. He has had six straight winning seasons. They play in the Hoosier North Conference, which will be a very intriguing conference this year. And for that matter, LaVille is a very intriguing team. They lost some talented players. They have a few good, skilled veterans back. But Will Strasser really says it's up to the young kids who are on the team to make the difference this year. Did you ever play donkey basketball at LaVille? Does that ring a bell? I don't know if it was at LaVille. I have played donkey basketball before. I feel like in my previous life, I was the (laughs) PA announcer of a game you played in. It could be. On a donkey and or a wheelchair. I I did some stupid stuff when I was younger. (laughs) It was for a good cause. Well, I'm not saying the cause was stupid. (laughs) I'm just saying I did some stupid stuff when I was young. I think I think I was part of a PA announcing of you on a donkey and a basketball in the 90s, the late 90s. It could be. So, clean up on aisle 4. Oh, I hate those games. <laughs> I, that, and that's the worst part about it. Why is a donkey walking around on a beautiful basketball court? Exactly. Why would you let them onto your floor? I don't understand that. And here's yet another Sports Jack moment where the the show takes a twist that I didn't necessarily anticipate. I didn't have donkey basketball on my rundown today, and yet here we are. And yet here we are. I did have hockey on my rundown today. You tweeted out something I thought was uh, pretty fascinating. Six games tonight? Six elimination games in the NHL playoff qualifier, as they call it, all today. Starting at noon and staggering, of course, the one of most interest around here, the Blackhawks. And they play in prime time tonight. They play at 645 tonight. So looking forward to the Hawks in Edmonton, Chicago with a thrilling victory on Wednesday night. Jonathan Taze, the captain, snipes home a goal with a minute 16 left. And the Hawks beat Edmonton 4-3 to take a two-games-to-one series. This would be a huge upset. Remember, the Hawks are the last team in in the Western Conference. They're the 12 seed. Edmonton is the 5 seed. And to go up there and beat them on their home ice, now I realize there's no crowd, so the home ice advantage kind of dwindles somewhat. But still, to go into their home arena and beat them would be a huge accomplishment for the Hawks. And they're certainly capable of doing it. We'll see if they can get it done tonight. Remember, Hawks won game one. Edmonton bounced back very well in game two. Hawks have now won game three. We'll see what game four holds tonight. I was so excited to watch baseball last night. I know you were. We don't have marquee network. So I was looking for Cubs, who are hot right now. I was looking forward to the Cubs... uh, Royals. I was looking forward to Len Casper calling the game, and then I realized... Well, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen because it's on Fox. And uh, 
What a stinky performance. Yeah, Tyler Chatwood just didn't have it last night, and he got rocked by the Royals 13-2. to But the Cubs are still off to a 10-3 and start, Corey. They're in first place in the National League Central by three and a half, I believe, over the Brewers. Uh, Milwaukee is now at the 500 mark after winning two in a row against the White Sox at guaranteed rate field. Christian Yelich, who started the year batting uh, right around my resting pulse rate, uh, came up with an inside-the-park home run last night. He's starting to get the feel, and the Brewers beat the White Sox by a count of 8-3. to three. I wouldn't – I know it was your chance to watch the Cubs, and they failed you, but I still think David Ross is doing a pretty good job with this team, and I still think this team will be the cream of the crop in the National League Central, believe it or not. The baseball season will be past the quarter pole by the time the weekend ends. The only redeeming factor about last night's viewing was my lovely wife's commentary during the game. Her big two comments. I thought you said the Royals suck. Well. That was comment number one. Comment number two. Chatwood's beard looks fake. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, this is why we don't have Debbie on the app. I said, you know what? It kind of kind of looks like he colors that beard. He looks five eleven. I mean, he looks short on the mound. Oh yeah, well he's he's not a he's not a big guy like John Lester. No, he's not. No. So he has to get a lot of movement on his pitches to be effective and find the strike zone. And last night, uh, that was not happening. So he got rocked. Dwayne Underwood came out of the pen. He got rocked. Kimbrel gave up another run. I honestly don't know what David Ross and Theo Epstein are going to do with with Kimbrell, uh, but he is no longer the – can't be the closer on this team. I think Rowan Wick is now the closer for the Cubs. It's a bad night when the announcers are doing play-by-play of the weekend at Bernie's cardboard cutout behind home plate. I, I have done blowout baseball games before, and you got to talk about something. By the way, it's a no on the virtual – video game-esque fans yeah. in the stands. I, I'd rather just see the empty seats. Yep. I don't mind the crowd noise kind of played over the PA system to give it a little bit of atmosphere. That's fine. But uh, it also kind of drowns out some of the chirping between the players, which is is probably for the best part. Well, there was either, I think there was a home run into left field, and I got caught up in the fans' Of like, what are they doing that I missed the play? Right. I was like, what? what is this? And then the next shot is not the fans. Right. You know, it's just, that's a no, Fox. That's a hard no. And yet, it will probably continue. Ah! Because it's sponsored. <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> EA Sports. You know how this business works. Uh, you want to do some quick headlines about golf? Well, PGA Championship is this weekend. It's the first major of the golf season. Brooks Kepka is the two-time defending champ, so he's looking for a three-peat, which is rare in golf. And Kepka shot a 66 yesterday out in San Francisco. He is one behind Jason Day and Brendan Todd. The two other big stories in the tournament yesterday, one of them was Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods fired a 68. It is his first opening round at a major in the 60s since 2014. So he's only three strokes off the pace. Whatever rest he was able to get for that back seemed to do him good. 
And then the other story that was interesting yesterday is Bryson DeChambeau. I don't know if you've heard that name much. I've heard Corey. the name. He is. Uh, he did a lot of uh, well, apparently weight training in the off season. Really bulked up. There is some question as to whether his bulking up was all weight training, but whatever. How, how much bulk? Yeah, they give out a number. Um, well, he's he's probably about six three two forty right now. So he's he is a big dude. Here you can I've got a video pulled up here and that's that's him. He's beefy. Yeah. So yesterday he's playing the seventh hole and he snapped the head off of his driver after hitting the tee shot and bending over to pick up his tee. So he's kind of leaning on the driver and it just snaps. Kind of like my car key in my van yesterday. So um, they gave him a chance to repair the club because it was an accident and he didn't do it in anger. They allowed him to do that. He had to check with the rules official and, uh, they got that done. Okay. Pardon my ignorance. You can't just grab another driver. It has to be that well, one. You can only have so many clubs in your bag and you're not typically going to carry around a backup driver. Oh, now, he, Maybe they should rethink that. Well, the rule is, though, that you can only carry so many clubs in your bag. So if you've got your driver, your three-wood, your three wood, your five-wood, and your irons, and your pitching wedge, and your putter. Are you sandwich, always going to use a driver in the game of golf? If you're good, yes. So you should probably I have don't, two of but- those. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably have two of those then. Yeah, but you're going to use these other clubs, too. Yeah, but if you're going to... Yeah, there, there's not room for a spare club in terms of... Really? Yeah. So, basically, um, he was able to reattach the club head. How many How many clubs total, you know, in the bag? I believe it's a total of 14. Okay. I know our, our golf people are sitting out there saying... They know the answer to it. It'll give them an opportunity to reach out to us yes. via Twitter or whatever. But I, I believe it's just 14. Now, the question is today um, whether he will stay with that same driver or go to uh, a backup club. My my guess would be that he would go to the backup club. But we'll see. So that, that was a bit of controversy yesterday during the golf tournament because I'll tell you, uh, when it comes to following the rules, there's no sport where it's judged more harshly than golf. 14 clubs in the bag, three woods, a driver, a three wood, a five wood, mm-hmm. eight irons, yes, three through nine, pitching wedge, and a putter. Yes. So, that was the story on golf yesterday. We'll see how this major unfolds. As I mentioned, Kepka looking for his third straight PGA championship. I like the start Jason Day had yesterday. Uh, I think there's a lot of great contenders in this tournament. I would lean towards Justin Thomas, or at least that's what I was thinking at the beginning of the tournament. I uh, did not check on him yesterday, but should be interesting to watch uh, this this major unfold. You see a lot of the names on the top of the leaderboard. We mentioned Jason Day and Brendan Todd. You've got, um, along with Kepka, you've got 
Scotty Scheffler, Xander Shoffley, Zach Johnson, they're all in the hunt at minus four. <laughs> Can you just see this driver being duct taped? <laughs> so you have to play with the clubs you start the game with, yes. and that is it. Yeah. So if one It's breaks, not like baseball where you've got you get all your bats over bat. in the bat rack. You have to play with what you've been cho- what what you chose. Wow. How do you rep- how do you repair a golf club out there? I mean, is I mean, what is it? Uh, you probably have some electrical tape in your bag, and and that's going to throw off the weight of the sure it is. deal. You know, Harry Potter tried to re- repair a wand, and you know what happened? You're not there. really going there on the show, are you? Yeah, you know, because the wand is a lot like a driver with the magic and the spells. There's that Leviona Salamosa. <laughs> And you got on me about Ken Reggett. You've brought in donkey basketball and Harry Potter to the sport check. This is truly a unique show. Remind you. Episode 225 is one for the books. He knows a lot about sports. The other one knows nothing about sports. These new golf these golf rules are blowing my mind. I'm on Twitter at 46 Sports. Where are you on Twitter? At my name is Corey. Feel free to tweet me your golf facts. I'm fascinated by the rules that have been around for decades, (laughs) and I'm just now hearing them. That's okay. There are no windmills on the course, by the way. No? Or Or a clown's mouth. Clown faces? Well, there are some clown's mouths out there, but enough of that. Until next time, Yak fans. Oogalooga, Ken Reggett. So 14 clubs. We've had some fun. Yeah, the show is done. Now we gotta run. It's Sport Jack. Sport Jack. Sport Jack is not filmed in front of a live studio audience. We done. The Sports Jack Podcast with Chuck Freebie and Corey Mann. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Visit the archives for previous coach and athlete interviews. Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.